The biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Uh, this week, we got a great show lined up for you, brought to you by Giver Guitar. The ACM Awards, where Wednesday night we'll recap the best performances, and there were a lot of them. Uh, we'll also look at the winners on Country's Biggest Night. We've also got some baby news for J.D. Eagleson and the Hunter Brothers. We've got a rising star and a conversation with up-and-comer Noah Schnacky. Well, not sure if you've been paying attention, but a special somebody is coming to our area this weekend. coming. By the way, I love that Mariah Carey Christmas record. I listened to that an awful lot when I was a kid, that's for sure. Yeah, Santa Claus coming to a few towns in southwestern Ontario this weekend. Uh, For those who aren't aware, Friday, they had uh, Santa Parades in downtown Chatham and Exeter. Uh, Saturday, Woodstock, St. Thomas, Kitchener, Ingersoll, Cambridge, and Niagara Falls. And on Sunday, the man in red, who's already pretty busy this weekend, to say the least, uh, will be making stops in Milton, Guelph, and Coburg, so that's pretty fun. Uh, We'll actually do your full concerts and events guide for the weekend coming up in a little bit on the show. Uh, But coming up in just a couple seconds, we got to talk babies on Country 104. Well, we've certainly had a lot of baby news in country music over the last couple weeks. If you missed it, for instance, on last week's show, we told you about Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin J., giving birth to precious daughter, Kingsley Rose. Well, now we've got more babies in country music. Let's start with the Hunter brothers. Uh, Ty Hunter and his wife, Lizzie, uh, gave birth just last week to Charlotte Jade Hunter, the name means woman of strength, and we absolutely love it. Uh, quick note on this uh, baby birth. Uh, the Hunter brothers were a little nervous about it. They were playing the Heritage Classic, the NHL game with Jess Moskaluk a couple weeks back. And wife Lizzie, uh, she was pretty pregnant and pretty due at the time. Uh, I remember Ty Hunter uh, on Facebook making a couple jokes like, Baby, please come soon, but if you're planning on this weekend, you got to plan on next weekend. I don't know. There's a lot of new parents get that vibe sometimes, right? Some more baby news here now on Country 104 ahead of our first spotlight of the weekend. If you missed the news, Jade Eagleson, our good friend and his wife, uh, welcomed a baby boy into the world the other day. Uh, the name Leviticus Jade Eagleson. I like it. I like it a lot. And it uh, shows some homage to dad there with the name as well. Uh, the baby was seven pounds and change. And to be fair, I don't know much about babies. I've got none of my own. So I actually had to call my mom and be like, is seven pounds a big baby? Is that a small baby? And my mom, flat out, without missing a beat, said to me, you were much fatter. Okay, thanks for that, mom. Well, if you were looking for country music on television this past week, you did have the option of the CMA Awards, and we will talk about that. A little more coming up with performances of the night and all your winners. Uh, But you also could have tuned to Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, He was clearly the place to be for country music this week. Get this. Uh, Florida Georgia Line, they appeared on Monday. Old Dominion were there Tuesday. This is their self-titled album. Here with the song One Man Band, Old Dominion. And our good buddies Zach Brown Band appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live on Wednesday. They actually skipped the CMA Awards for it, and they performed. Here's a little clip of Spend It All On You from the Zach Brown Band. I don't want to take the love you give for granted or Let the colors fade to black Cause all I see is the sands of time flying around me And we can never get it back just a little bit there from Zach Brown Band. And hey, if you missed it, they've extended their 2020 The Owl Tour. 
including a stop in Toronto. We'll talk more about that coming up with some more tour information from Kane Brown and Mr. Garth Brooks. The Country Music Association held their annual awards show this past Wednesday night, and they honored women. What a night it was. And uh, coming up later in the show, I'll single out some performances that I thought were really really good let me just say if the performance happened in the first two hours of the show i probably thought it was good because i was mesmerized for those first two uh let's talk about something else really quickly right now the actual awards i did make predictions last week although i almost forgot it was a last minute thing but i didn't do too bad but instead of me telling you who the winners are let's hear the actual winners during the ceremony the winner of new artist of the year ashley mcbride and the CMA Award for Single of the Year goes to... God's Country, Blake Shelton! And the CMA Award for the Song of the Year goes to... Beautiful Crazy, Luke Combs, Wyatt B. Jarrett the Third, and Robert Williford. And the CMA Award for Vocal Group of the Year goes to... All Dominion! Vocal duo of the year goes to Dan and Shay. And the CMA for album of the year goes to Girl. And the CMA award for male vocalist of the year goes to Luke Holmes. And the CMA award for female vocalist of the year goes to Casey Musgrave. Goes to Garth Brooks. There you go, your CMA Awards winners on Country 104, and we will talk performances that knocked our socks off a little later in the show. Uh, coming up in just a second, a woman who did perform at the CMAs, but she didn't win any trophies. Luckily for us, we still love her, and she's coming to London soon. Hang tight. Well, the results of the actual awards were not exactly what Miranda Lambert was probably hoping for this past Wednesday night for the CMAs, but she still. Had a great night. Her husband looked very dapper in his tuxedo there. Miranda looked to be having a great time singing, dancing along, and she did get up on stage uh, to do a performance of It All Comes Out in the Wash, her current single that we're going to hear in a moment. I just want to know that if you like Miranda's performance as much as I did, uh, you'll definitely be getting excited for that Budweiser Garden show coming up May 5th. Uh, that's the Wild Card Tour with Cody Johnson. He was on the broadcast for the CMAs as well. Uh, great kid, and uh, this is going to be a heck of a tour. I did check today. There's a couple tickets left, but you're going to want to grab them sooner or later if you want to see Miranda in London. Don't forget, we still got some big country music albums on the horizon over the next month or so. Next Friday, Jason Aldean's ninth record will drop. Then in December, Blake Shelton fully loaded God's Country after he won a big award at the CMAs this past week. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we get back, tour information that you absolutely need to know from Kane Brown, Zach Brown Band, and Entertainer of the Year, Garth Brooks. All right, we got concerts to talk about here at Country 104. Let's start with Kane Brown. He is only coming to Ottawa, Oshawa, and London, which makes it very important to get your Budweiser Gardens tickets to see him with Russell Dickerson and Chris Lane alternating opening dates. The London Budweiser Gardens date is March 21st, and tickets are on sale now. Snap them up. It's showtime for Kane Brown. All right, let's talk Zach Brown Band. Uh, they were on Jimmy Kimmel Live earlier this week, and we did uh, hear a clip of that earlier. You can watch that on YouTube whenever you like. Uh, just a heads up here, Zach Brown Band touring. In fact, they've extended their The Owl Tour uh, in 2020, and that includes a stop at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. Tickets for that one going on sale 
next week, and you will, I believe, have a chance to beat the box office with Colin Kendra next week as well. I'll just keep your ears open for that. Well, if you missed it, Garth Brooks was your Entertainer of the Year at the Country Music Association Awards this past Wednesday night. Garth, as always, the classiest guy in the business, literally, I, I looked at my girlfriend during a speech and said, this guy is so classy. Now listen for yourself. I've always tried to call it like I see it. If they gave this award for this show tonight, I'd have to give it to Reba McIntyre's performance for tonight, too. That's amazing. Kelsey Ballerini, if you want to know what an entertainer is, take a guitar and just a single voice in the middle of an arena and shrink a room. Fantastic performance tonight. That's really great. Luke Combs, wherever you're at, this has got your name on it in the future, Hoss. I can tell you that right now. God love you. I love you, Trisha Yearwood. Pure class, Mr. Garth Brooks. And Garth, of course, is going on tour. And he's coming to Detroit's Ford Field in February. If you missed this big news, that's February 22nd with tickets going on sale next Friday. And earlier this week, uh, fans who listened to the weekly show would know that we got a call from Garth's team. Here's what happened. Susan with Garth Brooks. How you doing? I'm good, Susan with Garth Brooks. We're very excited to hear from you. I know, right? Yeah. Exciting news. He's coming to Detroit. Got that right. Ford Field in 2020. We couldn't get any luckier around here. And you're putting the tickets on sale before Christmas. Yes, they'll make excellent Christmas gifts. Got that right. So what can I what can I do for you? Well, I just wanted you to share with your listeners, if you don't mind, just share that they can, between now and the 22nd of November, which is next Friday, go to Ticketmaster.com slash Garth Brooks and refresh their accounts if they've got an existing account or pre-register a new account. Make sure that they have a good credit card on file. And then when the tickets go on sale on the 22nd, they'll be ready to go. Excellent. Well, thank you for that information. Okay, you're welcome. You have a great afternoon. Well, we talked about the Kane Brown Tour. Tickets are on sale now for London's Budweiser Gardens in March. We talked about Zach Brown Band coming to Toronto Scotiabank Arena. Tickets are going on sale shortly. And finally, we talked Garth Brooks, Ford Field, February 22nd. Tickets are on sale this coming Friday. Well, what's going on this weekend? Let's take a look right now. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. All right, in your concerts and events guide at country104.com for Friday. If you can catch it, don't forget to join us for Freedom Fridays at Cowboys Ranch in downtown London. Ladies night, no cover for the girls, drink specials, bull rides, and of course, I'll be on stage at some point handing out some prizes to some lucky few. Usually, if you want to play a game, you're good to go. Also, Friday, we do have some hockey. The London Knights versus the Flint Firebirds are at Budweiser Gardens. Uh, Kitchen Rangers have Kingston at the Odd, and the Guelph Storm have the Owen Sound Attack at the Sleeman Center. On Saturday, the Guelph Storm hosts the Saginaw Spirit at the Sleeman Center. And on Sunday, for local hockey, the London Knights and the Kitchener Rangers square off at Budweiser Gardens. Now, Saturday is going to be a busy day, and you know why? Because Santa Claus is coming to town, and the man in red, eh, he's going to have to use some of that Christmas magic because he's got to be in Woodstock, St. Thomas, Kitchener, Ingersoll, Cambridge, and Niagara Falls. And then no rest for the wicked, or I guess the good when it comes to Santa Claus. Uh, Santa Claus will be in Milton, Guelph, and Coburg on Sunday. Uh, quick note here, things you don't want to miss. Saturday has the Abrams at the Sanderson Center in Brantford. You can also spin for kids at the factory in London. The London Tequila Expos at Budweiser Gardens this Saturday. And the Nutcracker. It's a symphony of sounds for the kids. That's at River Run Center in Guelph. Woodstock's got the Arts and Crafts Show. The 75th Anniversary Harvest Galas in Stratford. There's a lot going on. Enjoy your weekends and check country104.com if you're looking for something to do. So somebody reached out to me after the CMA Awards Wednesday night and said, Weaver, 
That was a hell of a show. What performance did you like the best? You know, I actually put some thought into this. I don't have a lot of time in my life, but I put as much thought into it as I could. And it was hard to pick. There were so many great performances. And to be fair, if those performances came in the first two hours of the three-hour broadcast, I probably loved them because I was hooked as country music honored the women in our industry. Maren Morris absolutely nailed it with her performance of Girl. Uh, Reba was great. Kelsey Ballerini we gave a shout-out earlier to. Her performance of Homecoming Queen, just solo acoustic guitar, was mesmerizing. Uh, But I think I got three that I really, really thought were a cut above the rest. All right, so here's Halsey and Lady Antebellum, a bit of their mashup. Now, Pink and Chris Stapleton, which I thought was fantastic. big clips and and you're not watching them but uh, this was awesome Casey Musgraves and Willie Nelson performed one of my favorite songs of all time if you don't know this I'm a huge Muppets fan and they did the Rainbow Connection Just awesome. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. I will never sing on the show again. That's always what I'm told when I do it. Every week on the Country Top 30 Countdown with Country 104 and Giver Guitar, uh, we try to answer some of your questions. Here's what we got over the last week. Hey, Weaver, how was your Remembrance Day experience with your grandfather at the home? Uh, It was fantastic. Uh, We did Remembrance Day with my grandfather, and just wow. Just wow. I've never really done a Remembrance Day ceremony with a lot of seniors who actually might have been in the war. It was powerful. They were there half an hour before it started. Everybody stood for every anthem and song, including God Save the Queen. Everybody had a poppy. There were sniffles and tears and actual uh, remembrance. And it was a powerful moment. And I'm really happy I took Monday to spend that time with my grandfather. If you haven't done something like that in your life, uh, mark November 11th next year on your calendar. Because that could be really special. I know it was for me. Question two. This came from Sarah Weaver. I'm loving this song right now, but I don't know the name. And the only thing I can tell you is it has the word country in it. Can you help? So we got this text earlier in the week. And I had no idea. I mean, did country appear in the song? Was it in the title? 
Uh, probably the title, right? So we threw this out to the audience. Can you help me brainstorm? Uh, a lot of people gave great answers. Jess Mosklu, Country Girls was a new one. The Reclaws, Old Country Soul was out there. I said Chris Young raised on country. Uh, but a few people suggested Stephen Lee Olson's Hello Country. And according to Sarah, that was it. Bingo! Nice job, team. We'll work on that again when we get the next question. All right, final one. This one came from Adam on Facebook earlier this week. Hey, Weaver, now that Tesla designs electric trucks, how long do you think it'll be before there's a country song where the truck leaves too? Nice job, Adam. And if you ever see Adam at the Sanderson Center in Brantford, including the Abrams this weekend, make sure to say hello and go to his bar because he's a great guy. Well, we had some fun about a week ago with a special guest in Noah Schnacky at Country 104. If you don't know him, you will soon. He's a rising star in our business, 500,000 plus Instagram followers, and some have called him the young Ryan Seacrest. Uh, here's what happened. Joining us right now, a very special guest today at Country 104. We've been excited to bring this guy in. He's been referred to as a young Ryan Seacrest due to his work with Disney Channel and more. Uh, you can find information www.noahschnacky.com, Instagram, email, Pandora, whatever. It's all on his website. Let's talk about social media for a second, Noah. Yeah, man. All right. Instagram. Instagram. You got over 500,000 followers. Yeah. But you only got 58 posts. And when I do the math, a good percentage of those posts. You're shirtless. Is that the key to getting so many followers? What's my friend, my friend. <laughs> if you do the math, I probably have like 0.2% of those photos. I would have gone as high as 16, 17%. The thing is, I actually posted, I've probably posted 400 photos, but I, I do commonly like take away some of the older photos or some of the photos that I like go back to and I'm like, this isn't really where I'm at anymore. Just because like, you know, I'm, I'm a kid, I'm growing, I'm always changing and we're always trying to think of new things and, and reinvent it. So like to, to me, it's just fun. I try not to take it too serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? And for anybody out there who's trying to like go look at my my Instagram to find these shirtless photos. Good luck. My my last name is Schnacky, so <laughs> spelling that is is a mystery. And once you get there, you'll realize. Like, I mean, we I'm from Florida. We have a lot of fun on the water, so it's it's hard not to try and take good pictures of good fun. You know. So <laughs> is this real then? Also, since we're on the Instagram topic, text me with a phone number. Is that yeah. is that legit? Well, I mean, I started my social media just based off of the idea of just trying to care about the people who cared about me yeah. and trying to get involved in the stories of the people who cared about my stories. So um, when Instagram started kind of glitching out in, a, in its growth yeah. and we had so many DMs rolling and we decided that it, maybe it was time for me to, to move to a more personal thing because I take it very personal and I've responded myself to so about a second line and now I respond from a, a cell phone and that's what we do. So, so instead of doing DMs, now I do that on top of the DMs because you know we still get all the DMs and there's a lot of there's a lot of people who just find me on social media. So we still do that, but I do a lot of texting now too because that's just the way it's worked out. So is that your whole day? Like I got two thousand followers on my Instagram and I spend my lot. whole day talking to people. So you must like that's got to be the whole schedule. All it day. can be. It can yeah. be. It's it's been really it's been really tricky for me because it like anytime I can't respond to somebody firsthand, it like really hurts and I don't really want other people to do it because like you know to me that's fake. What's really cool. About but where we're at right now is like I'll go to a concert and we'll have a meet and greet of 150 people and of those people I'll probably know 60 or 70 of them by their Instagram handle or by their Twitter handle and I'll walk up to them and be like holy smokes you're, you're turtle nerd 04 and like <laughs> just just crazy like, and, and you'll like grow these relationships online for years and to me that's really special like I want to be involved in these people's lives as much as I possibly can you is that know a real I mean? name turtle nerd turtle nerd 
underscore oh nine is one of the biggest followers I have. So it just kind of popped in my head. Big shout out right there all the way up here in Canada. Heck I like yeah. that. She was actually at a show we just played um, in Denver not too long ago. Yeah. It was a 21 and up show. She's 16. Uh, and she came with her parents. Her parents are really big fans too. So they went to the show and she sat in the car the whole performance. Her parents came back and said, hey, she's waiting in the car. So we went and met her out back and, and just I just hugged her and said, thanks so much for coming. And that's all I could give her. And then I, I I try, to, I try to make it as special as I can, but just the fact that people are willing to, even at events where they may not be allowed to come inside, just because they want to be a part of what we're doing, like that blows my mind. Absolutely. And, and this has been a big MO for you. I mean, you built the social media following first. Yeah. And now you're kind of using that platform to uh, to send your music out there. It's an interesting strategy. Did you come up with it? Is it just something that happened organically? Or uh, No, I wish I could say I, t- yeah. I take the credit for that. Well, honestly, it was me and my dad kind of sitting down and looking at the people that I looked up to the most in country music. Yeah. People like Taylor Swift, who, who you know, it doesn't really matter uh, how much you know until the people know how much you care. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. That, that, that's kind of the, the deal. So we wanted to care about people first, and I did that by just trying to get in people's lives. That was the core of what we tried to do, and we did that from 17 till 21. And then we figured it was about time to release the first song because we had grown uh, like hundreds of thousands of followers who were waiting for that first song to be released. And after it released, we had a, a million streams in eight days, completely organic, independently. And then we did it again eight months later with a second song. And now this third one, the, the first ever radio single, I'll Be The One, broke the record and it did a million streams in seven days seven days three million in the first month that's it yeah Yeah. and now it's climbing man i mean i'm I'm super excited about it thankfully like we have an awesome team of people who just absolutely believe in it behind us and and we've been able to grow that team more and more and more over the last year yeah from what i've been able to learn on the imdb and from the press releases and stuff like that you've been in the entertainment biz since about eight and the country music side since about 12 yeah well, so I, I, I mean i grew up on country music grew like, up kind of surrounded by the industry right? i knew i wanted to be an entertainer but i didn't know what it, what it looked like you know what i mean yeah, like i yeah. remember being a young kid and thinking to myself like i love entertaining people and like there's so many ways to do that so my parents were good and tried me out and everything from TV television and I did some stuff for like How I Met Your Mother and for Disney Channel yeah, and, yeah. and I kind of liked that but there was something missing and then I tried some some theater and I did some stuff there and, and, and we took that for a second and then when I found my way to music something clicked in me and it just, it just made sense and so we started going back and forth to town when I was 13 writing my own songs and thankfully I'm, I'm not going to play any of those songs in studio for you guys today because the early songs were crazy man like the first song I ever recorded on Music Row is called Selena okay it's about Selena Gomez oh man oh, yeah. and can it be found anywhere oh I hope not can I go on a hunt oh I hope not we'll challenge each other I keep telling people I have an old rap song from when I was like 15 on iTunes you do can, you you go try to find that and I'll go try to find Selena alright it's on alright <laughs> <laughs> And let's talk Luke Combs very briefly. Luke was in the number one position for the last two weeks, and there's a good chance he'll be up there today. And if you missed it, he was a big winner at the CMA Awards this past Wednesday night. Although, was Luke being booed by the people in the crowd for winning Male Vocalist of the Year? Uh, Listen to this clip. And the CMA Award for Male Vocalist of the Year goes to Luke Combs. This is, um... Okay, it definitely sounded like booze. It definitely sounded like booze. And my girlfriend and I actually PVR'd it and rewound it a couple times going, are they booing? But when you get really closely, it's Luke. 
Luke. Remember how they used to do that for Roberto Luongo in Vancouver when he was a Canuck? Even in Florida as well. Luke. Sounds like boo. It's not. It's actually a sign of affection. Uh, Luke's speech was pretty good, too. Let's finish that here. Pretty unbelievable stuff. Um, I remember sitting on my parents' porch when I was a little kid and watching Vince Gill come up here and win this same award. And um, country music means everything to me, and this means everything to me and my family. Thank you guys so much. This is a moment that I will never forget. There's Luke Combs, your best male vocalist of the year at the CMA's Country Music's Biggest Night. Thomas Rhett was a performer at the CMA Awards this past Wednesday night, but that's not what caught my attention. Although I should give him a shout out, his performance of Remember You Young was one of the best male performances of the night, in my opinion. Uh, Thomas, though, stole my heart when there was a camera shot of him cuddling with daughter Willa Gray. Willa was kind of doing the kid thing, kind of pulling at his jacket, just smiling and being happy. And it was a brief snapshot of the happy life that Thomas Rhett has. And, you know, just kind of warmed the heart a little bit. I'm ice cold in here sometimes, baby. So anytime the heart warms up, you got to give it to me. You got to let me feel mushy. All right. Producer Eric checks in with our bloopers. All you people can't just see. Can't just see. Why is that song stuck in my head today? Ugh. I think it was playing in the hallway before I came in. That makes you larger than life. Anybody? We'll also have a special conversation with Kristen Carter. No, she's not on the show till next week. Well, we've certainly had an awful lot of baby news in the country music world over the last couple weeks. We've had... Uh, well, we've certainly had a lot of baby news. Some more two news, but this comes from Jay... The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.